this little bit of a stressful day. Uh, I am forging on like a trooper, however, uh, but things have got into a funny order and uh, I'm having to do this a little bit more quickly than normal. So it uh, should be fine, but just to warn people out there. Um, the birds are singing and it's cloudy and miserable outside. Welcome to episode 98 of Mr. Bert Pods. Um, yes, well, I got up this morning and then, uh, no, actually going back to yesterday, actually everything is all over the place at the moment, as we said, uh, I've been trying to get together with a couple of friends for a Zoom meet, neither of whom live in London, and why should they? <laughs> Not that the world revolves around me, that obviously does. Um, so we plonked for half past four today, which is in a couple of hours, so I've got to get move on with that. And then um, uh, I'd also, one of my friends suggested we meet this morning and I'm not very good at doing a meet on a Monday morning because obviously I've got yoga and running and bits and bobs. Um, so I did my yoga class, uh, which was fabulous actually. Now that's not a word you hear very often from my lips when describing a yoga class, but it was a substitute teacher um, I did get a bit lost because uh, she was. It was such a different type of yoga to what I'm used to doing. Um, I did get a bit lost, so I didn't quite know what she was doing at some point. Uh, but I just kept off camera. That was the easiest way. If I got down on the floor, she couldn't see what I was doing. But um, she was great, and it was all a loads and loads of spine stretching stuff, which is, just suits me down to the ground because I get I've got a crumpy, sort of scrunched up base of my spine, and um, yeah, it was marvelous. It was really great, and I actually felt quite loose around there at the end of it. Uh, and I wanted to give her a proper thank you and actually find out if I could do any more classes with her. Uh, I don't want to betray my normal teacher, that's the trouble. And also, uh, you can't really talk to people on Zoom. So I might look her name up anyway and see where she is and what she does. But she was really lovely. It was great. And she did a lot of... Um, just talking about how are you feeling at this moment just think through your body just adjust stuff and then she did like quite a big pause just standing still in the middle of the session which i think is really nice just to sort of take uh, a little moment uh, instead of like just trying to bash your way through the fifth 60 minutes like i normally do um so i'm very happy that that was i'm very happy with that cheered me up no more and endlessly no more endlessly you can tell i'm all over the place today then um, oops, car. Uh, then, you see, there's, yeah, there's quite a lot of turmoil outside of the parked cars as well. Then I decided not to go for a run because it was wet, it was raining, uh, and I had been good to meet these friends, but uh, I ended up ringing them and saying, uh, I could actually meet you now because I'm not going to go for a run. And then I couldn't really because it was so wet, there was nowhere to go and sit outside because, as we all know, I'm having a rant about people's behaviour with coronavirus at the moment and I don't really want to go and sit inside unless I have to, uh, although I have been at times. And everybody I know has got, well not everybody I know, but practically everybody I know seems to have got the virus at the moment. So I ended up having a chat uh, on the phone instead of meeting up, which was very nice. That then pushed me into the situation of thinking, well I may as well just go for a run after the chat because it was nice out well i'm saying it was nice it stopped raining so i still got my run in so i'm about an hour behind 
but that's all fine. Uh, and uh, I made myself a cup of coffee instead of a cup of tea, just to, you know, really, really shake it up. That was the builders, I think, if you heard that crash. It's gone very quiet on the extension, but I think they're just working it internally now. Although I don't see the van there very often. Um, we've got a lot of new cars parked around outside, which is annoying me intensely. There is a car parked in the bay where electric cars are supposed to uh, um, for, for electric cars to park to charge their cars. It's not an electric car, just saying. Um, there's an odd car that's sort of parked uh, over the way. Uh, that's now seems to have moved near our house. And then opposite was exactly the same car, exactly the same colour, which is quite weird. Uh, and then there's this car that's just been parked. Two weeks last time I did this, I then happened to see a man uh, going into it, opening it. Uh, and then it drove off. I was like frantically texting my neighbour because she was at work. Um, saying, well, the car's gone, the car's gone. And um, and then it came back again and he's just gone off again. So he's just parked outside our house again. Welcome to the builders. Uh, and all the cars are covered in blossom. The blossoms just got absolutely everywhere. Uh, but that's nothing to worry about. So, uh, yeah, so that was today. And then, so my run was all right, actually. Uh, yet again, Strava managed to fail but I caught it quite quickly. So although I do seem to have run through rather a lot of houses, um, it's not, not for too long a period. Oops, builder again, what's he doing? So, um, yeah, so it's been quite, has it been it's a fairly eventful week? He says, having no idea what he's done over the week without looking at his diary. What did he do? So I'm having my little Welsh lessons they're not little, actually. That's so condescending. I'm having my Welsh conversation stroke lessons on a Tuesday. They're going, I've had two now. Going very well. I'm very happy with those. Um, on Wednesday, I met up on Zoom with somebody who I've, I'm going to pay them. They're a um, playwright and dramaturg. Uh, I think I must have mentioned this. Anyway, I met up with them on Zoom. I had a very, very nice talk. I nearly said chat, uh, but it was professional. And um, so I've decided to, to go with them. And uh, they're busy at the moment. So in a couple of weeks, I'm going to send off. I'll probably do some more fiddling around with the play, but I'm going to send the play off uh, and we'll take it from there. Uh, and probably work with them for about the equivalent of a day hours wise so not literally one day but the hours of eight eight nine hours or whatever over however long it takes so i'm very excited about that actually um that was that then on thursday it was just matinees friday uh i took the cat to the vet that was uh that was the day we got her adopted when was she adopted I think her official adoption was on Friday, uh, the day I had to take her to the vet for her jabs. That went down really well. Uh, as usual, the loveliest cat in the world turns into a complete horrendous nightmare in the vet. New vet, hadn't been to have always gone to, well, when I first moved here, which was a long time ago, there was like an independent vet uh, very close by that I went to, and then he retired, I think, and Medivet took over. and. 
I've always been to Medivet ever since that Medivet, and I know people moan about them a lot, but um, the vets I've had there have been absolutely lovely, really, really lovely. Um, but we haven't had a cat for three years, and I thought I didn't really want to go back to Medivet, they're so expensive. So uh, there's another little independent one uh, in walking distance, but a little bit too far to walk, but can get there without a car. Uh, she was very nice, uh, quite eccentric, um, quite rough with the cat, but in a really nice I'm in charge way, which I like. Old school, I think, is is how you would describe her. Uh, I'm all for old school people. And um, lovely the way she spoke to the cat. You know, she was just really, really nice. Hadn't seen a pixie bob before, who has? So she was quite uh, intrigued by that. So she... Um, we got, well, I, I barely got her out of that. I mean, it was, I, I mean, I thought the last cat who was the spawn of Satan, I thought she was difficult to get out of the carrier. This one, I literally couldn't get her out. <laughs> Ooh, big white van pulling up outside. Literally couldn't get her out. I was thinking, standing there thinking, I'm going to have to go home and we're just going to have to forget the injections. I dragged her out, literally dragged her out. I think she was, I don't know what she was doing. Then she went back in again while I had a little discussion with the vet and then of course I had to get her back out with the actual injections. The vet turned, now bearing in mind we have the most elegant cat in the world, she's, she's I would call, if I had a choice, I certainly wouldn't call her Duffy, um, I'd call her Darcy after Darcy Bustle because she's so elegant and she's got this, oh there's that man, you see that's the man that I see quite a lot of, oh he's had his head cut off, he's usually got a ponytail, oh no 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 he had that cut off a while back. And I don't know who he is, uh, where he's going, what his name is, but I do see him a lot. And he's had a haircut. That's quite exciting. Um, then, yeah, so she's got these really beautiful, elegant back legs. Uh, she's one of the most beautiful cats that way I've seen. I, the vet turned the cat box vertically. Uh, nothing came out. Uh, she lifted it still vertically up about a foot off the uh, table and all you could see were Duffy's two legs so like a basically like a human being uh, two legs <laughs> coming out of this box the, the rest of her body was just inside the box couldn't see her it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen I just wish I'd had a camera it was classic <laughs> and of course her legs, her legs are quite thin <laughs> And the box is quite big, so it was completely out of proportion as well. Oh, motorbike. Um, so that was very amusing. Uh, she wasn't too bad when she had her injections. I've so just got to go back for another one in a couple of weeks. That's going to go down well. Um, with our last one, uh, the only way we could get blood out of her was by leaving the room. Um, because both, I, I learnt my course that you went for a quick blood removal and four hours later uh, you left the vets uh, now I remember a minute literally sh should have taken minutes I remember it took 45 minutes and three members of staff holding her down to try and get blood out of her for some reason one of the vets said why don't you leave the room which I did uh, and then ever after that whenever she needed blood taken which is quite regularly I just used to not go in with her and it used to take about two minutes so whether I was then um I don't know whether I was rescuing her whether that was it 
that worked really well. So I don't know, maybe next time I might just leave the room. But yeah, so she seems to be in a uh, fine fettle for her age and what have you from a quick examination. Um, she started eating plastic, which of course is really useful because we don't feed her ever. And so um, anything, plastic bags lying around, uh, they, she started to eat them, which is makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel like you're really caring about your cat. Uh, and she goes out on vacation, I let her out to run rounds and she just eats loads of grass. So basically she's on a diet of plastic and grass. In fact, you know, if I got some plastic grass, I've just thought that, plastic grass, wouldn't need to buy any more cat food, would I? Uh, talking of which, I wasn't, but I did, uh, the car was stolen this week. That was a bit traumatic. I went up to, uh, I drove up to the Broadway, to the pet shop to get... Uh, that's that's another thing that's thrown me out because our cat litter has been lasting for two weeks and then I've been having a big clean out uh, and our cat litter only lasted one week and that threw me so instead of going up to the cat to the pet shop on a Tuesday I had to go up on a Friday that was all a bit of bother and then um, I parked the car uh, not a million miles away from the pet shop uh, tootled off uh, um, I remember checking, I remember two things, I remember A, checking that it was locked, and B, the uh, it was the side of a busy road, but where you can park, and I had to get onto the pavement, and the curb was quite high. Tootled off, got the cat litter, came back again, no car. Um, I was quite calm, actually, because I knew, I remembered, it's got, they've got, it's got a key that, if, if you just have to have the key in your pocket and walk away from the car and it automatically locks itself. Uh, and ditto, if you walk back, it unlocks itself. I hate that because I need the physical reminder of touching something uh, to know that I've done it. So if I don't push the key myself, I, I can't remember if the car was locked or not, I can't remember. So I know, so I always lock it myself manually. And then I remember doing it, so I knew I'd locked it. So I knew it had been stolen and it wasn't my fault. I then looked at the curb and realised where I was staring at, the curb was quite flat and there wasn't a big curb, at which point I started thinking, I wonder if I'm looking in the wrong place. Turns out I'd walked past the car and had walked some considerable distance for some reason that I had in my head. The car was parked further a lot further away than it actually was, so I walked quite a considerable distance back up a hill and lo and behold there was the car. So uh, that was that trauma over. But I was very calm, actually. I was quite pleased with myself. Didn't go to pieces. Uh, I've done it. It did remind me of one of our classic car parking incidents we had in France. We were at a castle. <laughs> we went to the castle and um, we parked the car in the car park. When, I think it was either a guided tour, but we also had a meal there. They had like a medieval meal and they had these round pieces of bread, which were your plates, which apparently they hadn't. They see that van parked there ages ago. And he's only just got out with his delivery. What's he been up to? See, that just makes me suspicious. Um, apparently medieval times they had the plates were bread. I don't know. Who knows if that's true. Came back out of the um, castle, back into the car park, uh, walking towards the car. And the car door was just wide open. 
Uh, I don't think anyone had broken in. I think we just basically walked off and left the car door wide open. <laughs> but it was sort of in rural France uh, and no, nobody nicked it. I presume people just thought we were around somewhere and we just left the car door open. Um, yeah, that was classic. Uh, back to his van. Let's see if he sits there for another three hours. Yeah, so that's the week, really. The week's been quite thrilling with the vet and what have you. So I've got to go back to the vet next week. Um, so show's been all over the place. Oh, we had an, we, it was quite exciting in the show yesterday because somebody left the audience and the stage manager and I, deputy stage manager, DSM and I started going huffing and puffing. Well, why can't they wait till the interval? Anyway. Then my job turned into air traffic control because I think I've said before I get I've got headphones on and I've also got this awful Motorola thing and the, I use the Motorola to radio into front of house uh, to let the latecomers in and so occasionally they use it and it's got two channels so it gets really complicated so I've got channel two is just is the backstage electrics people and channel one is the um, front of house and I always forget to switch the channel back onto the correct one they occasionally radio through front of house occasionally radio through on this channel two when they need to tell you something so basically they radio through to say um someone had been sick in the foyer and just to warn one of the actors i mean i'm not near the actors i'm i'm actually in a i'm at the, i'm in the auditorium uh, but but one of the actors comes into the auditorium for one of their entrances things to warn them in case they slip on the signal um i then had to take over so i'm farting around trying to then let the dsm know who is backstage and then they've got to let them know the stage managers have then got to get a message to the blah. so um I was quite calm and I managed to do it and I nearly missed a queue. In the, oh, no, I was late with a queue, actually, quite badly late with a queue because we're all flapping around. But anyway, um, there was then this message. Somebody just, I think it was the stage manager, just, oh, no, it was the DSM said, um, what's the sick update? And the reply from the stage manager was, everywhere, mate. So I... <laughs> That's not funny. It's certainly not funny for the person who was involved. I then uh, had a chat with the actor who who had uh, who I see in the interval, and I said, "Did you get the message?" They said yes, and then I got this graphic description because uh, I've got this crystal. Well, they're called crystals. The actor said that it just looks like gravel. Uh, she said there were just mountains of gravel crystals they put on top of the sick. It was apparently absolutely everywhere, loads of it, and also the person had thrown up over one of the front of house. Uh, people as well so that's another reason never to work front of house I shouldn't laugh it's horrid another time I will uh, I don't know I don't know whether to told the story about when I had norovirus in the middle of <laughs> live production when I was doing the lighting board but I'll tell you that another time so um, yeah and then the actor started saying they have a very long wig um, and then they were saying well they were saying to the wig person oh well what would have happened if I got it in the wig and I and I just looked at them and I said, A, why does that thought even go into your head? And B, why on earth does it come out of your mouth to that poor weak person? Honestly. Um, anyway, so that was all that. I think it all got cleaned up. We had a very long interval. Um, 
Oh, and then there was there was actually then there was a load of noise in the bar, and there was more Motorola stuff came on. I got into a faff, and then um, there's another bit where someone else, one of the other actors, has to go into the auditorium, and somebody uh, had had a very big, a sort of I think larger than standard size wheelchair that wasn't blocking things, but was just potentially in their way, and they had to be warned. So I really, I was like air traffic control. I could have just been waving around a couple of um, ping pong bats. Uh, it would have just been perfect. Um, quick rundown I've, on, on, on culture. Uh, we've nearly finished Jane the Virgin, which is very sad. I've only got two more episodes to watch. Um, started watching on Apple, if anyone's got it, Slow Horses with uh, Gary Oldman and... Oh, I can't remember his name. I really like the actor. I can't remember his name. Anyway, that's really... And Christine Scott Thomas and loads of other people. That's very, very good. It's a spy thing. And ITV, rarely watch it, but we started watching Holding, <coughs> which is based on <coughs> me coughing. Graham Norton's novel, set in rural Ireland. It's a uh, murder mystery, potentially. Uh, every brilliant uh, Irish actor you can imagine is in it. It's hilariously funny, but it's also very dark as well. And it's got the, I can't remember her name, is it Siobhan McSweeney? She plays the nun in um, uh, Derry Girls. Anyone who hasn't seen Derry Girls, drop everything and go and watch Derry Girls now because there's a new series coming and it's just really one of the best comedies ever. Um, so that's all that. Uh, I've almost finished The Appeal, but I need to just curl up and read the last few chapters with a hot chocolate uh, at some point. And then um, I've started listening to Piranesi on somebody's recommendation i am struggling with it uh and i mentioned this to the person that recommended and they said oh yes uh, i know what you mean i thought well that's really useful uh i'm going to try and stick with it can't remember susanna clark she wrote mr thingy and mr doodaloo um it's a sort of oh it's just weird anyway so i'm listening to that I think that's all. I'm going to have to stop and get on with editing this because I've got a Zoom meeting, which I'm quite looking forward to, actually. Uh, and it's been very quiet out there, but the white van's gone. And um, everyone that's got COVID that I know, I hope you're all all right. Uh, look after yourselves and nobody rush back to work because I think that's when the problems start. And um, thank you for listening. <laughs>